everybody you are listening to another episode of the rim break i'm your host albert and i am on my bicycle right now so today we're learning about ashoka innovators for the public but first before diving into the to this organization i'm going to talk about some terminology so we're going to the only term that i want to go over today is vc and that stands for venture capital and basically how it works. So a VC works in tandem with startups and other organizations like that. So let's say for a startup, for example, startup has an idea for a business that they want to pitch. They have a little bit of revenue. They're not really where they're at, where they want to be at, but they go to the VC firm to get funding, to expand and do all that cool stuff and yeah just get some money to expand and grow then the vc firm here's their pitch they're like okay cool um we we would like to invest in this company or they're going to pass on it and if they do invest and uh so if they invest in it, they will usually want a percentage of your business and or some board seats to make decisions on your startup. And when they roll out funding in the series A, B, C, or however many you agreed upon, they will help you launch and help your company go public with your initial public offering. And thus, everybody can be an owner of your business. So just keep that in mind during the episode. It's not exactly like a VC firm. There's, it's a little different, but it follows this basic VC formatting. And it's a reoccurring theme throughout the podcast and it will become clear as the episode progresses. So just a little bit about it, Ashoka, they help social entrepreneurs pursue system-changing solutions that permanently alter existing patterns of activity. Ashoka, they, they just help fund social entrepreneurs and their endeavors. Their intentions are for social improvement in developing countries. They are investors in the citizen sector, which is basically a nonprofit sector but rather than taking a stake in the in your company, Ashoka would like to see a return and advances in education, environment, rural development, poverty, alleviation, human rights, healthcare, and care for the disabled and all those other issues. Uh, the name of this organization, so Ashoka is the official name and it was inspired by the Sanskrit word Ashoka, that means the active absence of sorrow. And also by the Indian emperor Ashoka, one of the world's 
earliest great social entrepreneurs. So Ashoka, the emperor, he, he, after unifying India in the third century BC, Emperor Ashoka renounced violence and became one of history's most tolerant, global-minded, and creative leaders, pioneering innovations in economic development and social welfare. So Emperor Ashoka was like, okay, we unified the land that we wanted. Let's work on the community by helping the people who live here and let's help them grow. Uh, Bill Bill Drayton is the founder of Ashoka and he chose the logo, which is currently an oak tree. And he chose it because not only is an oak tree strong, resistant to drought, and that sets down long, deep roots. It's a wonderful spreading tree, affording much shade that is often used as a meeting place in in villages. It also reminded Drayton of the proverb, from little acorns do great trees grow. So that was a quote from the book I'm reading, How to Change the World. And I will talk about that after the podcast. So just some unique findings that I found. Ashoka operates globally and uh, mainly in developing countries. These countries usually won't have the funds to do these lofty projects that people want. Um, Their governments are usually corrupt or they don't have the programs needed to change in these communities or other unexplained reasons. So the idea of Ashoka brood in the founder Bill Drayton is head for 15 years. That's a long time. So Drayton's idea was to search for the world's individual world for individuals with fresh ideas for social change who combine their entrepreneurial ability and strong ethical fiber. This was very refreshing to see because this seemed like it was a an organization that was meant to last a very long time. Uh, some other interesting things that I found, little uh, like company timeline. So Ashoka was founded by Bill Drayton, uh, formed on June 3rd, 1980. So it hasn't been, or it has been around for about 38 years. And as I said earlier, this idea didn't happen overnight, but rather it was an accumulation of many life experiences and inspiration for many leaders. So Drayton at an early age was inspired by four main individuals. His four heroes were Thomas Jefferson, Mahatma Gandhi, Jean Monnet, and Ashoka, the Indian emperor. These leaders have definitely left their scratch on the earth and Drayton wanted to find people who were like this. He wanted to find people who were incredibly driven and wanted to solve problems in the world like income inequality and all those other social problems. Um, people, the people he, he was in search for are called the social entrepreneurs. The social entrepreneur is like a regular entrepreneur um, or a social entrepreneur like 
a regular entrepreneur has a mission to solve a problem, but rather than starting a business, social entrepreneurs uh, specifically solve social problems in poverty, healthcare, human rights, etc. Drayton first seek the most populous cities for these entrepreneurs or mo populous countries because he wanted to have the largest impact on many people. He had a very grand way of thinking with Ashoka. So the more people he could help, the better. And the first few countries he had in mind were Brazil, China, the Soviet Union, USA, Indonesia, and India. So Brazil, China, and the Soviet Union wouldn't tolerate social entrepreneurship because it made uh, dictators very uncomfortable. Uh, the U.S. was too expensive. Indonesia was a possibility, but the political situation would be tricky, and that left India. Um, and so he started his venture in India. He hired his first representative in India and enlisted a committee of local volunteers to oversee the program. This was when they then when they were still working with a very low budget and arranged an office space in Delhi, uh, nominators and electors agreed to donate their time, and they still do. Funding came from friends, especially three with private foundations and Drayton's Pocket. So they started out with about $50,000. After he, then after he collected the many potential social entrepreneurs on these like three by five index cards. They held their very first selection panel. He had a vision to fund these incredibly driven people seeking high yields for modest, well-targeted investments. So he wants, they, basically he wants to get the most from the investment, just like a regular VC wants to. Um, so if a person wants to get funding, they must go through a selection process called the Shoka Fellows to show what they're doing in their specific communities and their solutions should be able to scale up at a large scale and affect a larger population implement when it's, when it's implemented. Um, so once they get accepted, they get a financial stipend to help pay for their living expenses. Uh, so one can fully spend their energy towards the fellow's social idea. The stipend is good for up to three years, and it varies from like or the pay uh, varies from location to location. The money stipend is strictly used for living expenses and not towards the idea. Once accepted, the in the fellows, the social entrepreneur has a network of other entrepreneurs to help them succeed. They are required to meet up in meetings and other with other uh, Ashoka fellows. So in short, Ashoka acts like a like the VC firm and they invest in social entrepreneurs all over the world. The selection process is very strict and once they get into the system, they get a stipend to help with their living expenses and they're exposed to a, a plethora of resources and workshops to help aid and scale their social initiative and idea. Um, 
and one of the social entrepreneurs that success, uh, successfully became an Ashoka Fellow was Gloria De Souza. She wanted to revamp the education system in India. So Souza said she wanted to help children grow, learning to think rather than memorize and repeat, learning to solve problems, learning to be creative, learning to be actors rather than acted upon. Uh, we can create a generation that will be very different. She also is an advocate for environmental education. Drayton was interested in Susan's ability to adapt these ideas into India's specific circumstances and then market them. An update today on Susan today is that so she started an organization, an organization a year after she got her funding in 1982. This organization is called Par Parasar Asha. I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly. It's probably wrong, but it is Sanskrit for hope for the environment. She built a team to spread her ideas on environmental studies and students began to benefit because their performance has increased and they're just doing really well in school. And to this day, uh, it's still ran by Sousa. So that is just one of the many successful cases from Ashoka. And that's, that's what I have uh, for right now on Ashoka. Pretty interesting. But yeah, I'll talk about uh, how, how to change the world. I'm reading this book called How to Change the World by David Bornstein. And Ashoka was one of the organizations that was in there. And I was like, huh, I've been doing a lot of like for-profit businesses. It's, it's good to, uh, to dive into some nonprofits. And yeah, I'm really excited about Ashoka. It's pretty inspiring because there's, there's definitely a lot of like social problems in the world and you don't really have to start a business to to solve all these problems you can start a like a like a social organization to help people and i really like that um definitely a good book i'm around about halfway through i try to read every night it's really exciting i i really enjoy it um so yeah, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, savage shout out. Hmm, this is gonna be fun. Um, I don't really know who to shout out. This is my favorite part, though. One of my favorite parts. Hmm. Yeah, I don't really know. So, I guess no shout out this week. Um, yeah, thanks again for listening. Uh, share the podcast if you want to. Uh, don't follow our social media pages. Uh, Facebook, Insta, and YouTube at Bike Buddy. Twitter, Bud underscore Bike. I don't check any of that. So you don't need to follow that. I just put that there just because. Um, feel free to give us a suggestion on what businesses you want to hear next time or organizations or nonprofits. Email me at... Abernalis at bikebuddy.com.
I will see you on the next episode.